0: Five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to another episode of Boba Break. I am Jordash, and today I have a brother from another mother, six-foot legend, two hundred and twenty-five pound
1: Waylon Wu. Woo! Thank you for having me.
0: Hey guys, it's Jordash here. Before you start the podcast, there were some internet connectivity issues throughout, so. Yeah, I just wanted you to know. So, yeah, it's going to cut in and out sometimes. But, yeah, enjoy the podcast, and I'm gone. All right. So, Waylon, tell um tell the audience about yourself, uh, what you on, what you've been doing.
1: Yeah. Hey, guys. My name is Waylon. I'm currently a fitness trainer at Blink Fitness. And I also go to school at UIC, currently studying marketing, one more semester, and we'll probably graduate. And work it for my there, and I'm excited to share with you guys uh, next month.
0: All right, so I have Waylon on because I've known this man since elementary school, uh, and before, mass failed seventh grade uh, while I was I was graduating, and man, it was a ride, you know, watching this man go from elementary school, turning his way his life around from high school to college, and what he's doing right now. Uh wait, you want to talk us through like what made you want to change? How you started your change? Like, what what started that?
1: Yeah, man. Um, the day that I got my final report card, the first thing that I saw was that I had over six Fs. Uh, on my report card, and to this day, uh, I still remember how disappointed my parents was when I told them when I went home and showed that you know I feel seventh grade and that I repeat. So, during that summer. After I failed, I had to go to summer school. And it was a tough time because all my friends are getting ready for eighth grade, just like in the high schools, and I'm here attending uh, summer school so that I get a chance to skip seventh grade and jump straight into high school. And during the summer, I also had a part-time job working as a busboy at a Chinese restaurant. Oh, and, man. And because of that, like, you know, working, eight hours, nine hours a day was really tough. And I told myself, man, like I cannot do this for my twenties, my thirties, my forties. And I had to uh, find a new way to find a living. And I was really lucky that I discovered many uh, mentors online. I started reading books and that's how my life turned around. Cause like reading books is very powerful. You get to learn everyone's success and failures in 30 minutes, in an hour, rather than you having to go through all those experiences yourself and having to uh, make stupid decisions which can lead you to uh, other paths. So I would say reading books and a change of mindset is realizing that uh, working at a part-time job like a restaurant was not something that I saw myself doing uh, made me change my mentality.
0: All right, so, because we didn't go to the same high school and I don't know what you did during high school. Talk me through your four years. What, how, how did you improve upon uh, your mistakes and failures in elementary and middle school?
1: Yeah, growing up, like, although my English was not perfect, I knew I was a stupid kid. Uh, what the biggest mistake I made was that I spent too much time. I invested too much money uh, into video games, uh, things that I don't see myself doing uh, past high school, uh, past college. And ever since high school, um, I decided to dedicate my time to like team sports instead of video games, which uh, improved <clears> my academics a lot. I reached out for help. I stayed at the school, I talked to the teachers and just like joining many clubs. And that really opened up my mindset, opened up my my viewpoint on their American culture and how I was able to fit in. Um, because although I was in the, like 95% Hispanic high school, I got the chance to really learn from different cultures and apply the skills that I'm still applying now, like building relationships with like different color, different people and colors. And that was it. Fun
0: fact, this guy got me playing League of Legends when we were in middle school. This guy right here that said he stopped playing video games got me to play League of Legends. And then ever since, I've been playing like Riot Games just because of this man. <laughs> I blame him. I I blame this guy. He said, you know what? I'm going to stop playing video games and do team sports. So, about team sports. Because I know you played volleyball in high school. Why did you start playing volleyball? Because you know how we always play basketball and um, uh, McGuinn and all that stuff. Why volleyball?
1: Yeah. uh, So, during my freshman year, I was pretty fortunate to make the team because... I was a lot more chubby back then. I was able to box out, I was able to rebound, I was able to pass the ball pretty well. But um, I came to the realization that I was overweight for my size uh, and I started losing weight. I joined the gym and right after I lost my weight, my coach no longer needed my size for rebounding. And that that fall, I did not make the basketball team and which is why it led me to playing volleyball and just having fun with my friends because like I didn't need size, all I need was a good hands and good coordination with the teammates. Uh, but playing volleyball was, uh, was not easy <laughs> in the beginning. Uh, fun fact, like throughout high school, I was never, I was, like, never a consistent starter, but I was like improving uh, every year. And that was the best part about sports, you know, you get to hang out with your friends after school and travel with the team on team buses and consistently seeing yourself grow, even though you might not be amateur or you might not even be professionally. All
0: right. So aside from his academic um, inspirations uh, and his success, his fitness goals are amazing too. I think last, no, this past summer, you just did like a marathon, right?
1: Yeah, it's actually an uh, ultra marathon. So marathons Woo-hoo! are... <laughs> so, marathons are about 26.2 miles, and then ultra marathons or anything um, above 30 miles. And for my first ultra marathon, I ran a 50 miler. Uh, it was something that I always wanted to do. Um, although I've never ran past a marathon pace before, the, the moment that I signed up, I was very really confident that I was going to finish it. And although um, it took every bit of me, I was really happy that I was able to pull through and finish why finish what I started.
0: Okay. So we both kind of grew up around the same neighborhood doing the same things. Why, why are you much more skinnier than me? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, on, uh, I, think, <laughs> I think it comes to the people that we surround ourselves with and the food choices that we make. Uh, for instance, uh, although I have lots of friends that like to eat out, um, I tend to always like refuse to either hang out with them or to eat with them in the same setting because, like, <clears throat> the people that you surround yourself with the most influence you a lot. And because I did not surround myself with too many friends who ate out um, for the past like four years, I was able to maintain good shape. Um, and another thing is that depending on your fitness goals, like for me as a runner, I have to maintain a certain shape so that I don't put too much resistance on my ankles and joints. And therefore, I'm skinny the way I am. And for you, your goals might be different. Therefore, uh, size is different amongst everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I know we
0: talked about this before, but do you miss eating um, like junk food, like pizza, fried chicken? Because I know for you, you said you don't even eat rice anymore and that's a, that's a sin for Chinese people not eating rice oh god did we lose weight did he cut out oh
1: thought no. can be less oh god am I back yeah you're back okay but ever since I cut out rice uh, my parents haven't been too happy in the dinner settings and uh going back to what you mentioned earlier, I do miss a junk food, but for me right now it's more about the bigger picture. Cause like I knew that if I keep eating consuming junk food and putting myself through all those like processed um nutrients, it will affect my health long term and I do not want to see myself with like blood, blood pressure, cholesterol, heart rate, et cetera, which can lead to diabetes, heart attacks and I also want to make sure that I keep making the right choices so that I can live longer, help more people and continue inspiring the next generation of, uh, you know, fitness, uh, <clears throat> enthusiasts.
0: Okay. Speaking about nutrition a- as a, uh, fitness trainer, do you also give your clients a, a set diet for, uh, for them to follow?
1: Yeah. So as a fitness trainer is not. Part of our job to be uh, instructing clients what to eat, what not to eat. But I do, you know, give out you know little tips like, hey, you know, cut low on added sugar, high sodium, trans fat, saturated fats. You know, stuff like that is like within my one of like circle. But since I'm not like a registered dietitian, uh-huh. it's not really my job to help people with the diet because it can affect them in many ways, which I was not educated to do so.
0: Okay, so what made you get your uh, was it your fitness certification, your trainer certification, when you're doing your major in uh, in marketing?
1: Yeah, and you know, it was pretty funny because like I spent the first two years thinking that I would enter the marketing agency, uh, working as a sports agent or working for a sports uh, company or sports team. Uh, however, in my senior year, I realized that. The thing that wakes me up every day and that I was excited for was like the gym. And I thought that getting certified in personal training, getting certified in fitness would be something that can elevate my career and transform my passion into a career. Because most people, they do their passion, they do their hobbies just for fun. But for me, I think that having a chance to transform your hobby into a career is something that's really rare because you can double down on what you enjoy and we'll also get an opportunity to assist others and help them achieve their goals
0: and trust us man when he says he the uh, his fitness goals makes him wake up every morning he wakes up at like 4 30 a.m bro all right and he goes to the gym like for 10 hours <laughs> all right i wake up at 9 30 to go to, to my gym session at 30, one hour before. <laughs> so this guy loves the gym.
1: So yeah. yeah. And um, I'm really happy that we both go to Blink Fitness because like throughout college, I wasn't able to see you much besides like the summer or winter breaks where we go out for like, you know, get some rings, watch the NBA game. Uh, but because I happen to work in the gym that you work out at, uh, that, that gave us a chance to really connect and seeing you before you head out to, uh, Utah for your job. So,
0: yeah. Um, you know, you won't be working out anymore, man. I got to rehab, <laughs> rehab for two months and then, uh, back to the fitness goes. So, all right. <clears throat> Speaking of rehabbing, what makes me so in- injury prone and you not,
1: <laughs> um, I would say just like, uh, body maintenance uh, every day when I wake up at 4 30 the reason why I wake up so early is that I have clients very really early at like 6 and 7 a.m so by the time I wake up I have to do yoga stretch eat and everything else and after a workout I stretch for another hour and then at home before I go to sleep I will stretch and do maintenance for another hour I would just say like body maintenance the food that we ate and seeking professional help when necessary. So right now um, I spent my ankles like four years ago playing volleyball. And although it doesn't hurt me as much anymore but I still go to see like the physical therapist to make sure that I stay on track to make sure that I have enough ankle mobility to continue doing what I love to do which is running and powerlifting. So if anything, if anyone here uh, experienced any pain or have any lasting impact on any part of the body make sure you seek Professional advice and don't let it sit out because like that's because you don't feel it anymore. It doesn't mean that the wood problems. Doesn't maintain in your body. So get your body checked out and go see physical therapist if <laughs> <and laughs> <to enjoy> that.
0: <laughs> yo, yo, listen to this man. If you, if you're gonna hear from the last podcast, I I have the I ain't no bitch mentality, so I don't go see the doctors or physical therapists. Uh, I, I had a sprained ankle from shit, seventh eighth grade. Been bothering me all of high school, some early years of college, but, but we good now. Uh, we, we could run for, for a little bit before before it starts coming back up. So, yeah, uh, maintenance, important. Man, man spends a quarter of his day just doing maintenance and working out. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, uh, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, Um. this is his quote. He said, Take care of your body, and your body will take care of you. Cause like your body is like engine, right? you have to treat it with maintenance. Also, like you, although your body can produce for you once, and however you want it to produce it for you consistently. And for that to happen, you really have to treat your car. It's like it's like your your body is like a car. You have to do oil change, put in gas, right? Cleaning and etc. And make sure it's like you know, keep supporting your system, keep supporting your body, so that it can keep supporting you damn
0: well i'm just a 95 bmw i'm old and run down but shit i have great value <laughs> so speaking of cars you were about to get a car uh what are your thought process on that like what, what what's your process going through that right now
1: yeah so after winter break i thought it was a good idea to get a car now since I. I keep on traveling um, from my house to the, to the gym, just helping clients, training them. And right now in the process of searching for a used car, i realized that the market is a lot more expensive than I thought. Because right now due to COVID, all the new car production is like slowing down. Therefore, used cars value are going higher and higher. And right now I've run into some troubles negotiating. Uh, however, I do believe that I can get a car hopefully before uh, spring semester begin.
0: All right. So when, when do you think you're going to buy like a brand new car one year after you get your full or after your full time or like, you're just going to hold the used car for a few years.
1: Yeah. I was speaking to my cousin earlier, because uh, uh, my original plan was to buy a used car, practice, practice with it for a year or two years until I find a more stable job. Cause as you know, uh, personal training is like, it's dependent on clients. It's not a 95 job. However, I do plan on getting a car a year later after, uh, utilizing my used car, because it's a good reminder to really reward yourself uh, based on how far we have came. Cause like if we keep on exerting our energy, just working, working, working and continues working there is like no end to it. I think getting a car after like many years of hard work, like graduating college or getting a full-time job, is a good way to keep yourself motivated and continue striving for more and more uh, rewards, like real estate, uh, buying a car, buying your parents a car and stuff like that. Because like money, you know, money will dry up one day because right now money is like, There's like inflation going on and the money will cost less and less. So make sure you invest your money, um, invest your money into things that can compound, can pay dividends because our money right now is sitting around devaluing over time. Then he's
0: trying to say, buy Rolex watches. They don't lose values in life, (laughs) Buy buy Rolex guys, uh, uh, that, that's exactly what he's trying to say. Buy me a Rolex. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so about that. So going back to the topic of you having your certificate in um, as a personal trainer and marketing. So when you graduate uh, this upcoming semester, are you going full send into personal training or are you, are you getting a job in marketing as well?
1: Yeah, right now I'm like two months in into my personal training job. And as of today, I see personal training more as a part-time job. And because I have so many clients in the morning, I will have 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. available. And I do plan on finding a second job whether right it's a corporate setting, working for a marketing agency or working for a sports agency as a either marketing associate or continue building my fitness brand so that I can expand to maybe consulting, whether it's consulting with other personal trainers or writing uh, meal plans or workout plans for anyone interested, uh, do my connections and do uh, personal branding on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. So you're trying to work 12 hour days, 60 hours a week. Yeah, man, because right now, one of my goals is is to buy my parents a house, and I know that working one job won't cut it in in the short term, and knowing that the more time I dedicate towards my goal of like buying my parents a house, buying myself a home gym where I can train other clients, um, I'm willing to sacrifice either sleep, uh, free time, sacrifice my 20s, whatever is necessary to get the job done, and just like continue striving forward, because a lot of people they get satisfied with 95 job and they stop doing the stuff that they like. And that's not the path to go. Cause like, you know, yes, your bank account, your check-ins account, your savings account will go up in, in dollars in digits. But if we're not living a fulfilling life, what are we living for? (laughs)
0: Living for the food. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So how long do you think, um, you're going to do that 12 hour days for until you, until, your personal, uh, was it your fitness personal trainer? Yeah, okay. How long do you think you're gonna do the twelve hour days for until or uh, fuck, what am I trying to say, bro? Are you going to do twelve hour days until you become like a full time personal trainer and just quit corporate?
1: Yeah, um, as of now, some of five years and ten year plan is to oh shit continue. <laughs> Building uh, upon <laughs> the foundation that I have until I make enough money where I can generate passive income where I no longer have to go into the gym for personal training uh, where people can just come into my own gym where I can collect passive income whether selling like online programs online diet plans because like I don't see myself working for someone for over a decade uh, two decades because um, at the end of the day you want to create passive income service so from stocks, selling programs from real estate and things like that sort so that we can all retire early and just enjoy our life.
0: Hey, bro, you can work for me, man. I'm, I'm going to start a restaurant. You can be my busboy. Shit. Full circle, man. Full circle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got you, man. If you need a creator for your podcast. I got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah, because um, our end goal is to help our parents out. But for me, um, I I know um, I'm, I'm trying to do other things besides fitness, cause cause one of my fitness goals, like end fitness goals, is just to compete in powerlifting once. Like like I don't care if I win; it'll be great if I if I get like a medal. But I just want to compete that one time. But hey, if this podcast pops off one day, shit. <laughs> My passive income comes from this, <laughs> but yeah. Um, what other? What's your next fitness goals?
1: Yeah, so, uh, because I ran a fifty miler back in November, uh, some of the new goals that I set for myself includes, uh, doing a pull up with uh ninety pounds at a rate, uh, deadlifting four five, and five minute mile by the end of the year at the body weight of 135. I always end find the more year? Less- like this year? Yeah, end of the year. Yeah, end of this year. No, end of next year.
0: Oh, but I was like, we got four days left, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, end of next year will be a pretty ideal spot because, like, I always like to set, like, high standards for myself because, like, even if I don't reach my high standard, I will at least, like, get it like, halfway. But a lot of people, what they – one and two the most is that they, strong, they set like low standards for themselves and that even when they reach it, they're far away from people who set high goals for themselves because like setting high standards for yourself gives you the opportunity to keep meeting like milestones, milestones, milestones. Like even if I never reach four or five deadlift, I can probably go from 15 to like do 85, 95, so.
0: Okay. Uh- So are you ever satisfied with your goals is, or is the next question? Like, are you satisfied with the results or do you always strive for more?
1: Yeah. For me, it's not about deadlifting lifting 205, fun squatting 315, but it's the process that I enjoy the most because a lot of people, they get too caught up with chasing the results and forgetting why they started. Um, you know, for me, I also want to lead by example, because like as a personal trainer, I have to high standard for myself to chase after, or else I would stay flat-footed and just be like a normal guy at the gym who trains people. I want to make sure that I inspire my audience, my clients saying that, you know, it's never, you're never too old to chase a goal, like fitness goals, you know, stuff like that. Just, you know, keep doing what you love and you will continuously keep getting better uh, every day regardless of the percentages.
0: Okay. Let's switch some topics around. We talked about how your your college career or your academic stuff, your fitness stuff, your your professional. Let's bring it back to something more fun. All right. What what have you been doing lately as your hobbies? Like you've been watching any shows, nothing or don't tell me you just read. Please don't tell
1: me you read. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) Early in the year, um, I was able to start a couple of fancy, uh, fancy football leagues with my friends, and I've been dedicating uh, a lot of my free time on that. And although it's frustrating sometimes, like seeing your your friends like players going off on you, uh, but it's a sport that got me closer to football and got me uh, a new group of friends that I can call like when I when when I'm bored. So, fancy football is something that I'm pretty passionate about at this moment, but I do plan on quitting it because like, it took away really oh. a lot of my time. <laughs> Come on, you make money.
0: Oh, I mean, if you win, but like- Yeah, you do. <laughs> you don't think of it as an investment or, or gambling, gambling on your best team? <laughs> yeah,
1: I you know, I see it as investment, like investing in your team, but that I feel like my time can be used a lot better on other aspects, you know, such as researching different stocks. Uh, further uh, advancing my certificates, uh, further advancing my YouTube channel, my Instagram account, and stuff like that. So, I'd rather not dedicate too much time on, you no know, gambling, you no know, stuff like that. Just like getting frustrated with your your players not performing well on the pitch. It's like I'd rather not dedicate my energy towards something that towards outcomes that I cannot control. Mm. But the outcomes that I control are things like you know working hard, getting most of the vacation and personal training. And creating more content, making more YouTube videos, those are the variables that I I can control, and it's like within my realm of uh, destiny. So,
0: okay, so so you 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 uh, you're more like, I want to have a control result that, I know that I, it can succeed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because like the the moment we step outside our door, we cannot control any outcomes. And I want to be able to control the outcomes of my life, and making sure that I blame no one other than I'm, other than myself if I were to make any like poor decisions, because I, I do not want to rely on others for my success. Okay,
0: well you know me, I I risk it for the biscuit, all right? So so unlike way, um, I I do like to have control, um, but sometimes it's just that. There, there's some shit that you just gotta do. You just gotta risk it. Like you don't know what's gonna happen, um, whether whether it's going to, you know, finding a new job, do creating a podcast. Oh yeah, am I? You know how I try to start a a clothing, uh, clothing line. You know, sometimes you just gotta risk it, dude. That's all I gotta say, man. That's my mentality. Sometimes you just say, hey, man, I have this idea. I don't know if it's great. But I'm gonna do it and see what happens. If it fails, it fails. I'll learn from it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it, I'm always like for people uh, trying new things because, like, let's say, trying new food, especially like a lot oh, of people. Fuck, I made, love food. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, they tend to like avoid certain food because it's like made, of, made from certain people or made from different cultures. But like, you giving it a try, give us some. A-
0: wait 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 i
1: lost you i lost you 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 have to repeat what you just said dude i got you i got you yeah so it's like trying new food right and if you don't like a certain food you can cross it out on your list and therefore you having you get to have other options but the worst thing to have is like having regrets of not trying something when it was available to you at the moment uh just like you know take your chances and Even if you fail at it, at least you know it never worked out for you in the first place.
0: Okay. Yeah, I felt that. Because for me, I don't like spicy food. But damn, I eat a lot of spicy food for someone that doesn't like spicy food. (laughs) Like, I can't handle my spice. But I be eating fucking Indian, Mexican, like, shit. I'd be adding fucking extra chilies to my food now, and I'm just like, I hate my life. I'm eating it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. are you are you more about like you can't have spicy food, or do you you don't like spicy food? No, I, I'm There's, more like I, I
0: I'm more like shit. If you give me a hot Cheeto, I need some water. <laughs> I can't handle that shit. Okay, but you can like, handle it. But, you but like, like, but like, give me more though. Okay. All right, so I, I'm like, like, I I tried the uh the Korean spicy noodle over the summer. Damn, that bitch be spicy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw it on Snapchat. Uh, it was... I'm
0: like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Uh, that bitch spicy for no reason. <laughs> but uh, what eat it again? Yeah, I have the two uh the two times spice downstairs. I'm waiting for the time. Maybe New Year's, start, starting the new year at a low point, and we just go off from there.
1: Yeah, do a, do a reaction <clears throat> video and post it on YouTube. Hey, yeah, I'll do it
0: with you, dude. Sa- <laughs> sa- save your macros for the day. We do it together.
1: Hey, man, that sounds like a plan.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Speaking back to hobbies, have you been doing anything else? Um, Have you been watching any shows lately? Or no? Are you just cut that out of your life?
1: Yeah, so the only free time I have are usually on Sundays, which is why we are recording this podcast right now. He's so busy, dude. Yeah, Man's so in Sundays, college
0: and he's so busy.
1: Yeah, on Sundays I don't have <laughs> any like uh, I don't have any clients on Sundays, and usually Sundays are my active recovery day. Uh, but usually on Sunday, I just, like dedicate my time to either reading or watching like football all day because like this is only day that most games will play, and I get to like watch my fantasy players uh, perform and see if my money my investment are paying off so
0: man this man actually reads for fun i can't that's that can't be me dude i watch youtube bro (laughs) hey
1: youtube can be useful right there's so many like guidelines there's so many like self-help videos on bro i I don't
0: watch youtube for that dude
1: i'm
0: watching i'm watching food videos on youtube bro (laughs) i'm watching people play video games (laughs) god damn dude waste is trying to improve everything because he's like i work seven days a week 24 hours a day
1: no six only six (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah bro that's crazy but that's that because it's crazy for me to watch you change from seventh grade or yeah when you started failing and shit to now man man Actually flipped
1: his uh, his life one eighty degrees, dude. Yeah, and uh, I was pretty fortunate because like, I had a strong uh, supportive system, supportive system around me, like my friends, my family. Because uh, what happens is a lot of people when they hit a low point, they end up going even lower because like they don't have the people uh, supporting them or even lifting them up. And I was really fortunate that my parents like they never gave up on me and that they kept on supporting me like through the thick and thin. And just like continue encouraging me to become the best version of myself. And I was able to take myself out of a hole just by um, setting new goals and making sure that my why and my purpose were strong enough to keep pushing me every morning and every day.
0: Holy shit. I just thought of something like like through this fucking podcast. Do you not curse anymore?
1: I do, but I try not to because like, <laughs> this is your podcast and I want to make sure that I set it tone.
0: <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Say some shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just realized. I was like, wait a second. I haven't heard this man curse in so fucking long.
1: Yeah, man. I used to curse a lot uh, back in uh, League of Legends, man. Like The reason why I quit was that it was leading me to like a really negative mindset especially like you know blaming others when your team's not performing well uh blaming others when you're losing games and it was a really toxic environment that trans- transpired you know to other the aspects of my career like family uh and everything that i can use my energy uh, somewhere else rather than like being toxic, being a toxic person, and like cursing all day and blaming others for all the shortcomings. Mm.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I know. I, I know for myself, I got a lot more positive through uh, in the past few years. Because uh, I kind of set, I, I set myself like a, I wouldn't say New Year's resolution. Nah, I, I'm gonna say it's New Year's resolution. Like every single year, I, I'm just trying to better myself. Uh, twenty twenty was uh my my new year's resolution was to um get out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. yeah i went to utah bro i i don't know yep. how i don't i don't know how uncomfortable that was like just moving you know so how about you any anything for your new year's resolution or do you not believe in that
1: yeah um some of my new, some of my new year's resolution uh includes just cutting down to like 135 because i I've been saying it for over like six months, and I've been stuck at like 140, 130, 142 uh, range. And the reason why it's so important for me to hit that body weight is because like, it's a goal that I've been setting for myself for the entire year, and achieving it is like a sense of relief. It's like, hey, you know, like you did it, you finished where you started, and it, it will set the tone for the rest of the year. It's just like accomplishing things that you said that you were going to do. So that you don't end up being a critter. And that's something that I'll be striving for and continue getting stronger at that body weight so that I can uh, continue inspiring others to live heavier and one faster.
0: Wait, it's five pounds, bro. I'll buy you some laxative and you can just shit it all out, bro.
1: I'll
0: give you some spoiled milk and you can just puke and poop and you're, you're, you're down to 135, just like that, that easy.
1: <laughs> yeah i feel you but you know i'd rather not having to like cut water uh cut out food just do it a healthy way and making sure that i don't lose i don't lose any like performance or muscle mass due to like any search of like you know calorie deficit
0: i i know i know uh 2019 i did like a fucking insane cut over the summer and like like the, yeah like 60 days 90 days or some shit i lost like 35 pounds gained some strength but
1: that was like, damn. I know, what? man. Those pictures you post on Facebook, like every other week, I was like, man, like this man is like changing his life. Cause like a lot of people don't understand, like losing weight is not just about looking good, but like feeling good in the inside, right. Giving that confidence to walk out, to see your friends, to see your family members, you know, it's a great, it's like a great boost of confidence. It's like being more comfortable with your body. Cause like we sleep in it, we eat with it, we do everything with our body. And the more respect you have on your body, the more respect others will have on you.
0: I don't know, man. I'm pretty confident when I'm fat or when I'm fucking skinny, dude. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. When I'm I'm fat, I'm like, bro, look at this belly. I trained for this. You think it's that easy to gain this much weight? It's not. (laughs) I trained for this belly. Because... Oh, yeah, I don't think you heard about this. Freshman year, I went from, I I did, you know how there's, like, the freshman 15? Mm -hmm. I did did a freshman 55 on purpose.
1: Okay, that's, like, 40 40, 40
0: pounds difference. Yeah, So, so, I was, like, I think I started at 160. I went to 215 just because I was, like, I've never hit two hundred pounds before. Let me hit two hundred pounds. When he was, when he was giving me the luck, he was like, "What the fuck are you? Do- what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> He's like, "Why why are you trying to gain so much weight?" Because everyone tries to lose weight, and I'm like, you know what? Let me gain weight. And I'm telling you, I did that shit in three months, and that shit was hard as fuck, dude. I was eating forty-five to five thousand calories a day, and that's so much fucking food, like insane amount,
1: dude. I agree, man. Like cutting weight, especially like a large amount of weight, or gaining weight, a large amount of weight, you basically have to eat full time. And I've always liked you as a person because, like, like you mentioned earlier, like a lot of people are trying to cut away. You always confident like that you're barely enough that you're positive like audience can uh you know, continue adopting as they continue listening to your podcast and it's like um taking in your words.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're listening, do not take my advice on anything. I am not a professional. I know nothing. I watch YouTube for a living. <laughs> uh, I am not an expert. But shit, if you need help with gaining weight. In the wrong way possible, hey, hit me up. Forty-five to five thousand calories a day. Set you straight, bro. (laughs) It was so fucking bad when I knew I was getting so heavy. When I was walking, people had to pass me by. Like like, if you're in traffic, they go to the left lane and pass you up. People were passing me up because I was walking so slow.
1: Wait. So were you? So were you late to class then? (laughs)
0: oh no 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 But oh, i was okay. like i was just walking from the train station to to campus i was walking so slow people were passing me up and when i tried to like speed walk to catch up i was like i was lose uh i was uh out of breath i was like fuck i am heavy dude and mm-hmm. the thing is when you when you gain weight and, and, and you don't like it i mean i mean i was just laughing it off because i know I I was able to lose the weight, cause cu- cutting is nothing new to me. Like I c- I could have always cut, like if I want to right now, I could cut to one sixty like no problem. Uh, like hardcore cut, but will enjoy it no, cause I want to do it like in a healthy manner, in a strength manner. But I can't do that right now, cause rehab. Fucking rehab, dude. Hate that shit.
1: Hey man i think losing weight has nothing to do with rehabbing but like getting stronger has to do with rehabbing yeah I think it, but but like it's fuck a that time. shit dude that, i i did
0: not know how how hard rehabbing was until yesterday you saw me at the gym i didn't even do shit i was just right there fucking extending my lower back like for half half the time i was there
1: yeah and which is why like i've never been a critic of like you know athletes sitting on the season or them not playing any games it's like you don't know how hard rehab is until you put yourself in their shoes. Like, like a great example is, like, Derrick Rose. There was one season oh, where man. he didn't play a single game and all the Chicago Bulls, like, fans were, like, bashing him for not playing and for them, like, losing their franchise star. He's getting paid, like, millions of dollars. But, man, like, listen to your body, man. Your body's not white. Make sure that you you take it through the white maintenance and you see it for yourself, man. Uh, rehabbing is not easy, man. But, like... You having to dedicate like three months into like personal, tra- I mean, personal training, um, physical therapy, just to get back on the field, get back on the court. It's not easy, man. Even as a human being, as a as a normal person, or even as an athlete. So,
0: because right now, it's it's harder for me to not go to the gym than to go to the gym. Like I want to go to the gym and fucking deadlift and squat, but I know how to mentally tell myself, hey, bro, your fucking back is fucked. You can't do that shit right now. You gotta let her rest for six to eight weeks. And that, I'm like, damn, that's harder than just going to the gym, putting on two plates and say, hey, let me wrap this shit out.
1: I yeah, absolutely. I hate it. And, uh, I was suggest Miserable. go see a doctor. <laughs> Miserable, I dude.
0: I am, I, if you can't see right now, I am sitting so straight. Like, I, look at Waylon's form—bent over, bad form, bad posture. No back problem. So, me, straight, straight as a needle, dude. <laughs> so yeah, and the thing is, right before this podcast, I was laying in bed an hour ago because, because I, 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 uh, from my research. I'm not. I'm not supposed to sit. I'm only supposed to either stand or lay down. <laughs> and I was on my bed. I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> I'm bored."
1: Yeah. Um. So a great exercise for your back potentially is to first, uh, it's like having a chair in front of you, and then laying your feet on top while lying down in like T position. Just lay there for like you know half an hour. I heard this is pretty good for your lower back and your, uh, thoracic spine
0: yeah okay i can't go into uh flexion though i'm not supposed to go into flexion right now
1: oh no you're basically like um hanging your hanging your legs on top of the chair, a flat chair and it's like laying down oh lay, okay yeah yeah I'm,
0: I'm your supp- back's gonna be flat
1: that. yeah your back's yeah. gonna be flat either way i'm, supposed, but to, like I'm your, supposed to do that your legs are hanging up in the air so
0: see i, I would do that right but I I haven't swept my floor in a while, and uh, I don't want to sweep right now, because <laughs> you know <Okay>. my back. <laughs> I was like, ah shit, and and I had a yoga mat. I forgot where the fuck I threw that yoga mat, dude. If if I found, if I find it, I'll do it. But like, I don't know where that shit is.
1: I'll, no. I'll get you one before you leave for Utah, so that you can stretch out when sure. get there.
0: Nah, dude, man, I'll I'll be back in the. I'll be deadlifting and squatting by February, man. Mark my words. I need that summer bod. I need that graduation body. I need that f- fucking chisel, okay, six-pack, looking like a Greek god, like, you know, flexing and shit, you know. But, yeah, yeah dude. I don't know. Dude, that, that's the worst part of... Because for me, that's the worst part. Just, just having not going to the gym. Like... Because I, I, I thought about it, if I can't do anything lower body, I'm just gonna fucking pump out my bench, dude. My bench is gonna be so it's fucking. Cool. Up.
1: It's gonna fly up. It's
0: gonna fly up. It's gonna fly up. And it's gonna be strong. The thing is, bench is supposed to be your weakest lift. That's about to be my strongest fucking lift, dude. Yes,
1: after,
0: sir. A, after coming back. And I don't know. Man. I don't know how I feel about that. I, imagine benching like. 225 for reps and then you have to start over with your deadlift and squat at
1: 135. <laughs> hey man, believe it or not, like upper, your upper body strength might translate to other body parts as you continue to improve on them. Cause like a body, you know, functions as a unit. And just because your lower body right now has to go to rehab, it doesn't mean that your upper body cannot translate to a lower body. I mean, later on during February. So just keep pushing uh, and now continue rehabbing and you'll see the results.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, that, that's going to be great. So anything on with your life right now, anything special besides, besides all, all your PT stuff or not your your personal trainer stuff.
1: Um, as of now we all live in COVID-19, but Mm. I, I just want to remind everyone that I forgot about that. Speak. If you didn't remind me yeah.
0: shit, I wouldn't remember that.
1: Yeah, I also remind <laughs> the audience that although the right way now times are gonna really be tough, and that you might not be able to find a full time job or internship after college, you No, know, keep on sharpening your tools because you never know when an opportunity come knocking your door. Make sure you're ready and stay ready, either by continuing to learn, like Skillshare, uh, LinkedIn Learning. Uh, YouTube, Google, there's so many great resources. Make sure you're ready when the opportunity come knocking at your door, but not stay here flat-footed, waiting for the next vaccine, waiting for companies to open your doors again. So just keep working on yourself because there's no better investment than yourself. Like right? The more you invest in yourself, the more dividends it will pay in the future. And I'm a great example of that.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: I invested myself and not spend my energy on other people when I was at lowest point my life.
0: I was there to see it. I, I watched it. <laughs> well, There was one resource that you did not mention. Um, Waylon, where can they find you?
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Uh, but you can find me everywhere at 5W Fitness, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter... YouTube, wherever you need. OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans. for my contact. OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free to contact me for any uh, fitness, nutrition, or uh, career advice. I'll be happy to help out because I was a kid, you know, just from an immigrant family who made it from nothing. So I'm really happy to help you out too.
0: All right. So that wraps it up. And it's a few days before New Year's. We're going to say Happy New Year's. Um, you're probably gonna see this the week after New Year's, but hey, we're filming this on a few days before. So happy New Year's. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Fucking, I don't know, man. Happy holidays, shit. Drink a beer or something, drink a protein shake. But uh, thank you, Waylon, for being here as a guest. And we'll see you next time. And world world break. Boa, boa, break. One, two, boa, break. Boa, 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 break. Shorty. break. Boa, boa, break. Atlas. break. Boa, boa, break.